Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. Last week, my friend Tyler Valentick swung by on his uh, expansion west trip <clears throat> in a giant fucking motorhome with an enclosed trailer. He was housing what he had four Harleys and a dirt bike, dude. We uh, recorded a podcast, went and rode dirt bikes, even went to the skate park, and uh, he busted out some backflips on his bicycle for us. Super rad cat. First met him at the Mint two years ago. He's raced the Mint another time since then. He actually fucking got first place on his Harley. So it was rad that he stopped by. Dude, the 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 dirt bike trip we went on, I mean, it was just up north of here, and it was fucking wet and cold and muddy as fuck. But I had a great time. And we got to record a bitchin' podcast, so let's get into it. That was Extermination Day with Thou Shall Not Hassle. This podcast, like all podcasts, is brought to you by MC Shop Tees, your T-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. That's right. Each month we send out a T-shirt with a custom design only available through MC Shop Tees. I feature different shops from around the country, around the world sometimes even, and uh, each shirt comes with a postcard that tells you about the shop, where they're located, and what they specialize in. This month's featured shop is Power Plant Cycles out of L.A., and Jay Cruz did the artwork, and it is bitching. I've already seen that they've been hitting the mailboxes. So, if you're not signed up, you need to get signed up now, because you've already missed out on Jay Cruz's Power Plant design and a lot of shops before now. Uh, next month's shop, it's a cool one. I've been, uh, there's a cat named Warren out of Milwaukee. You may be familiar with the show that him and Scott put on called Mama Tried. He's got a, a shop called Junior Cycle Products. Fuck. Yeah, I think it's Junior Cycle Products. I'm not even sure what the name of his shop is. That's, that's good, right? Juniors, JRs. And, uh, <clears throat> anyways, What's funny, Warren, I'm going to have him on the show tomorrow. I think his name has come up maybe as much as many as anybody else's that's come up on the podcast. As far as, like, I think the first time Warren came up was maybe when I talked to Dan Carr years ago. Uh, but it was cool to finally meet him this summer at Sturgis. I got to ride with him on uh, on my bike and on... My buddy Randall's bike that Kickstart Mike built. Uh, it's a sick knucklehead with a Springer front end. And uh, I think it's a, no, I know, it's actually a Sugar Bear Springer. And, uh, dude, recently him and Scott came down. I recorded a podcast with them for their Mama Tried Flat Out Friday podcast, which is rad. And getting to feature his shop next month is really fucking cool. Uh Speaking of Mama Tried and Flat Out Friday, that is coming up February 17th and 18th in Milwaukee. Flat Out Friday, I'm signed up to race the brakeless bike and my chopper. And, dude, it is. That is such a cool fucking race. I mean, the whole event, the whole weekend in Milwaukee, I never would have thought that a motorcycle 
show in the middle of winter in the Midwest would would be so fucking rad, but it is. And you should definitely meet me up there. I'm going to be doing some actually some live podcasts on the spot. Um, I'm not sure. We're kind of debating on where it's actually going to take place, whether it's a stage downstairs or above the ballroom on the balcony. It's going to be rad. But I say all that to tell you, to get signed up for MC Shop T so you do not miss out on Warren's T-shirt next week for Junior Cycle Cycle Products. Dude, I mean, I, you would think that I would know the name of the shop that I'm featuring, right? Uh, but the only way to get this is going to be signing up at mcshoptees.com. You can sign up monthly or get three, six, and 12-month packages. Uh, dude. I'm stoked about Mama Tried. I'm fixing to fly back down to South America. I'll be in Santiago, Chile on, I believe, January 4th. I'll be picking up my bike from the dealership there and heading south. So crazy, man. Uh, Dude, it's been a fucking hectic month. I missed out on even putting a podcast out last week, but I've got... Two on the books right now. I've got another two to record tomorrow. So there are podcasts coming along. Um, I've got some rad things set up. I'm trying to finalize the logistics, but I got some big giveaways to announce in the future. And the only way to be a part of those is to go to dangerdancetalkshop.com and sign up to be a patron. Five bucks a month keeps this show on the road and gives you a chance at winning some badass shit. Uh, next week, or actually probably this week, uh, tomorrow probably when I put out another podcast, I'm going to give away a $100 gift card to lowbrowcustoms.com. And I know, I know you've got something that you need to take care of on your chopper to get it ready for the spring. I know I do. I just recently got a BDL primary set up from them, all new wires, Everything from cloth wires to cloth wire covers and plug wires to get my chopper ready for 2023. I think the first the first ride actually, the first ride will actually be at Mama Tried racing it on the track. Hopefully, I can get like some break in time in between now and then. I hate to just just ream out a fresh motor right there at Flat Out Friday, but you know what? I if I have to, I will. I got faith in Boston Billy and the fellas, and uh, hell, last time I broke it in, I didn't even have oil in it, and it seemed to work just fine. Speaking of Boston Billy, dude, what a hell of a Christmas party he had in New Orleans a couple weeks ago, or in Metairie specifically. Uh, we blew up a motorcycle. There, you know, the the community around his shop is so fucking rad. All the dudes, all the ladies, and in the fact that he just opens up his shop to everybody and. Uh, you know, it's cool to be a small part of that. Going down there and picking up four motors, uh, all the motors that we pulled out at Born Free Texas, mine, Oliver's, and Al's. Uh, dude, he finished them all. He even fucking fixed Nick's up. He There was a mishap with Nick's motor, and we picked up all four drivetrains. It was pretty fucking, it was a, it was quite a load I had in my truck, man. We put them in a crate, loaded them up with a forklift. It was awesome. <laughs> what a fucking Christmas present that was. Get all that done in one shot. Uh, can't thank Boston Billy and Jason and the crew enough, man. Enough. Enough. Enough with that. All right. So after Born Free, dude, not 
after born after mama tried february march we got daytona i don't have any big dates at daytona yet i know that sons of speed will be happening on march 4th at new Smyrna. i'll be out there with the the brakeless 45 cubic inch race bike and that dude that is exciting if you have not been out to that, you need to look that up. I think the only thing I really got to do, I think I'm going to put different tires on the race bike for that race this year. You know, I ran the Bajas last year, and they worked. They worked good, but they worked better in the dirt. And uh, other than that, that bike's pretty much ready to go. I might even, maybe I should put new tires on before Mama tried, flat out Friday. We'll just see what kind of time I got, really. And then, uh, so that's March, and then April, we got the Texas Fandango. Oh, man, I don't even have a date for that in front of me, but that's in April, Fredericksburg. Dude, the hill country, the barbecue. Dude, if there was a time to come to Texas, it's for the Texas Fandango. Anyhow, keep listening for more dates, and uh, let's get into this podcast with Tyler Valentick. Like, you know, Rogan is always talking about I love getting high and it makes me freak out because, you know, it makes everything real, you know? It's I like, wish I could and I wish it would work. It's just too much. My first reaction is like, all right, I'm high as hell. Just go to bed. Get to your little safe spot. And Get just to your safe there. spot and then not yeah. sleep, you know? Yeah, like, and you're just sitting just there like Look at the back of your eyelids. <laughs> the craziest shit, man. I left a concert one time. We all rode a... We all rode to Leonard Skinner. This was probably five, six years ago. It wasn't like they, they wasn't played like a key in band. the '80s. No, it wasn't like Tyler, that, it wasn't that cool. It was like <laughs> new Leonard Skinner. They played a key bank, like the big fucking like in Bergenstown, like just I guess. Yeah, they've been doing a farewell world tour for like ten years now. Yeah, forever. <laughs> so we we all ride to this Leonard Skinner show, and there was like seven, eight of us all rode there, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know how to get there. Got there, drank a couple beers. I'm like, I'm done spending $15, like the yeah, big, I'm, I'm done. And my buddy's like, you want some of this little edible? I'm like, fuck oh, it, sure. No. I, dude, no, I didn't even eat a lot of it. I ate it, and like, dude, a ways later, I'm like, I'm tripping. Dude, like, you sh- what you should have done is smoked weed with the old people there. They had like the dirt, <laughs> dirt weed, you know, the old, the old dirt weed people. Dude, so I'm walking around this fucking concert, and it's at one of like, the big fields and the stages down there, mm-hmm. and I'm tripping. Like, like an amphitheater. Where I see my mom there. there. Yeah, I see my mom, and I'm I'm just high as fuck trying to talk to my mom, and I'm like, I can't. Your I can't. mom's fucking cool, huh? My mom's rad. She was at Leonard Skinner. I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. So I fucking get on my bike to leave, or I actually went to sit by my bike. Maybe I was just like, I'll sit it out for a little bit. Yeah. Try to go back in. They wouldn't let me back in because I already my st- my ticket was already punched. What the fuck? So I go to leave. And I'm riding down this big old driveway to get out of this this place. And there's cops everywhere, people fighting. Yeah, of course. And I was about to pass this like little minivan up because I'm like, I just need to be like by myself for a second. I'm like, no, no, just chill out. And then I, my sunglasses fell out of my pocket. I was riding my chopper. They bounced out of my pocket. Yep. And two minutes later, I'm almost at the gate to get out. And cop. But you hadn't even made it to the gate to get out no, of the parking lot. Like, it's like a long driveway like yours. Okay. <laughs> Almost at the gate, dude, and this the cops fucking your red cops, eyes. the cops fucking were like, whoa, 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 pull over. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, I'm done. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what's going on? He goes, just, just hang out here for a minute. And I'm shitting myself. I'm like, dude. And like a minute later, this kid comes up. He goes, hey, dude, you just dropped your glasses back there. No like, way. I swear. No way. That's And awesome. I'm sitting there shitting myself. And I'm like, <laughs> and I look at the cop. I'm like, I'm like can, can I go? He goes, oh, yeah, we just got a fucking radio. Just some long-haired kid on a motorcycle. And I'm like, all right, see you later. I pull out. So he didn't stop you because he got radioed that you lost your sunglasses. No, he didn't know. He was just like, hey, stop the kid riding the fucking motorcycle. Wow. Just for some other kid to give me my glasses back. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but I was shitting myself. I was scared. Yeah. No, I didn't know how to get home. That freak you out a little bit? Yeah. I didn't know how to get home. And I felt but like I was you were out moon. of the concert and you were away from all those people. It was a different world. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Weed, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know what it is, but well, we don't have to do it right now. I'm not gonna do it right now. Yeah. But the option's there. I just want to let you know. Thanks. You can smoke. There's some weed in that cooler. Thanks. <clears throat> but like I said, it's really old because I haven't been smoking it. So tell me what the Scum Crew is, dude. Scum Crew is just a thing we started. Me and my buddies just thing from home. Mm-hmm. We started in Daytona, like probably two or three years ago. Yeah. I don't know. One of our friends just kept saying scum, and I, and like it kind of like caught on. It was like a joke. Yeah. Like, you know, you go to, like, these fucking, like, Sturgis and shit, mm-hmm. and you everyone saying brother. Yeah. It was like, we were, like, dicking around. It was like a joke. And then uh, we were all fucked up, and we all tattooed it on each other's legs oh, in my buddy's it, camper, it was... and it kind of just stuck. Yeah, yeah, well, the tattoos will do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was driving. It was funny. I was bus, and I was driving around at home, and on the side, it, we, put, we spray-painted scum on the side of it. And, like, people from home, like, kids at home were like, the scum bus. And like it just kind of kept catching on. Dude, so you had a bus before. So you you've upgraded. This is like this is like, this is like version what? Two, three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> I still have the bus. I almost sold it before I came out here, but it needed a whole lot of shit to pass inspection. Oh yeah. So I ended up keeping it, which what is it? a it's good. It's got thing. a cat motor. It's a international, international DT444. Perfect. It's a dog. With but the Allison transmission. I don't know what trans is in it. I didn't really get a whole lot of information whenever I bought it. And I guess you haven't had to work on it, so that's good. I was looking for a truck, and I, I found this bus on Marketplace, and I was like, this would kind of be cool, man. And I got it for two grand. Oh, perfect. And I was like, fuck, fuck it. I yeah. was like, I'll make a little bike haul. inside hauler. or what? I took everything out of the inside, and, like, I could put bikes in the back. My chopper just fits. Like, wow. I have to through tilt the back it door? Through the back door. I bought this, like, big, long, like, aluminum ramp for it. Yeah. And uh, I can squeeze that in there, and I can squeeze some other stuff in there. But it's steep, dude. The thing's tall. So getting my chopper in the back of it's kind of, I have to jack that ramp up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, put yeah, some yeah. stuff under it. But, but yeah, I was on the side of that. I'm good for now. And uh, I don't know, it just like, kind of caught on. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess we'll thing. just roll with it. It's like the nobody's. Yeah. Where, where are you from? I don't even know where you're from. I'm from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, that's right. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Where did, where did I meet you first at? Was it, was it, the, it wasn't the Mint, was it? I think that's the first time I met you in person, because I met, I met Cliff. Oh, you got to ride next to my bike at the Billwell 100. Yeah, for, that's a, right. for like 30 seconds. A mi- maybe it wasn't a minute. 30 seconds. Maybe a minute, think. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think the wreck happened at like 40 seconds, 47 <laughs> or something on the camera. I was shitting myself, dude. I was, that was scary. Was that your first race like that? First ever. I was riding a bike like... What were you on? I was on my Sportster that was like... I set it up like a street tracker. Okay. And then Cliff told me about that the bit, the first Bitwell 100, and I'm like, dude, I, I missed signups. And he was like, I think they opened up a couple more spots. 
So I ended up getting signed up. Nice. I just put like knobby tires on that Sportster. And I mean, it has like decent suspension on it. It has like a sports or sport front end on it. Like, oh, yeah. Fox rear shocks. And it was set up enough. I had no idea what I was getting myself and that's into. That's what my though. first one was, I think, was Fox and the. No. Does that one have Fox? I think that had Fox on it. Yeah, that one's got the first one I had. Oh, it was like XR1000 yeah. rear suspension I had. And then uh, the Sportster front. Yeah. Sportster sport front. I think those, I love those front ends. So, did you ever do any hooligan racing? Like, Flat track? Never. 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 I'd still want to, but there's nothing really close. Like, around Pittsburgh, there might have been one, like, long track. And it was at, like, a dirt bike. It was at this place called Roaring Knob. Yeah. And I actually, we rent and rode dirt bikes up there one day. I rode my chopper around it. I was like, I got to go around this, like, flat track once. Yeah. So Absolutely. I rode my chopper around it, and that was... But I've never, there's, that was like the only track. The choppers on the flat track are the funnest. The shit. You gotta have to come to Tennessee and do it. I need that to. That one's like a small track, but it's just so much fucking fun. I wanna, I must have been working. <clears throat> work gets busy in the summertime. What do you do up there? I work at a Harley dealership. I've been there for like, this will be going on my sixth year. Okay, what do you do there? So this, I started there washing, my, washing bikes. Mm -hmm. And then. I started service writing whenever a spot opened up for that. And then this past summertime, I started working on bikes. Damn. Just doing basic fucking oil Did you go to any services. school or anything for that? At first, no. And then they started sending me up to, like, the motor company up in Milwaukee for, like, just some, like, entry-level mm -hmm. technician shit. Perfect. I think they get, like, you have to have, like, certain recognitions to be, like, maintain in the shop, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you gotta do have the some online kind of courses. Yeah, you yeah. gotta do like the online courses, and then like you go out to the instruct and instructor-led ones every now and again whenever they open up. Well, that's cool. I, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I always assumed that you had to go to MMI, but I, obviously there's got to be other routes to. Yeah, I thought that too. And then whenever <clears throat> I think they were looking for a tech at my shop. And, like, my boss kept interviewing people from MMI. And like, like, this guy somehow keeps his motorcycles running. Yeah, barely. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I think they were looking for somebody, and the one kid at the shop was like, why don't you just give Ty like let Tyler just give it a go for the summertime and see yep. how it goes. And I wasn't doing anything hard. I did a couple rocker bo like rocker boxes, did it in their primary on a like early model Dyna. Yeah, well, but nothing like crazy. parts pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah, you, you tire changes to, and oil changes. Don't have to diagnose <laughs> nothing. They're just like fucking take these bolts out, put this part on, and yeah. put the bolts back in. If there's any diagnosing, it goes to somebody else. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I don't got it like that. I don't know. Was well, a service rider? I mean, it seems like that would be a tough job to do if you don't have a good. Yeah, you know, I think. But after talking to some service riders, they definitely don't know what's going no. on. <laughs> I think it helped that I had like a little bit of a background when I started doing that, mm -hmm. but. The customers were just, that was the tough part. Like, Come on. I mean, Come on. the hard, like, the typical, them, the typical Harley <laughs> customers are just like, they think you owe them like everything. They just bought a $45,000 motorcycle and like, you owe them your life now. Yeah. And like, you can't well, work. You're one of the brothers. Yeah. You're the brother to them, dude. You mean you to tell me down there at the dealership. you can't work on my bike tomorrow? We got to do this motor build tomorrow. I'm like, Dude, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys get pretty backed up? In the summertime, yeah. There's a couple guys there. I would think that in are... the wintertime people would bring their shit in while they can't ride up there. I mean what your summertime up there is what, three months? Um four good, month like, riding season? It'll start to get busy like mid April mm -hmm. and then it'll slow down like we started getting slow 
in like the end of September into October. Yeah. Because I normally stop at like early October. Has this been the common thing you've taken off in the wintertime? So the first couple years, um, no. And then like after I was there for, I think the third year, I got to just take the wintertime off. Yeah. And then... Was that something they needed you to do? Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't need... COVID or... No, it just gets so slow. It's just so slow. There's probably three techs that work there all wintertime and they keep busy, but they do a lot of big motor builds and they're doing all like the cool shit. Mm-hmm. But like no one, there's not a lot of people bringing <clears throat> their bikes tires and shit at that yeah. time of year. No services, like nothing like that. So yep. no one's really riding. So when did you build your chopper? Shoot, I think 2000. 17 maybe okay i think 2017 um we put that thing together a buddy of mine wang we call him everyone calls him wang he's got a little shop out in uh periopolis okay. in pittsburgh like outside of pittsburgh and uh i would just kind of cut stuff up and fucking bend it and he's a pipe fitter so he's like you look at it yeah i can weld that <laughs> and like it was funny because he grew up riding Did you guys BMX. build the tail section on it no, so that's a Paco frame. Okay. I bought a Paco frame. Um, Which is a great way to do it. I, th- like, I got, I think it, I just got a donor bike. It ran. I ended up doing, I wasn't going to do anything to the motor. Like, it, I was just going to plop that thing in there and yeah. just fucking send it. And then from working at the shop, a buddy of mine there was like, just go through the thing. You'll be, you'll be happy you did, like, mm-hmm. whenever it's done. Yeah. So we ended up yeah, pulling just the cost, top end. It costs so much money, but once yes. you're done, it's like, it's worth every penny. Yeah. We went through the top end, and, like, he showed me how to, we did cams. We did a new cam in it. And uh, that was just a huge learning experience. Because yeah. before that, I never worked on motorcycles. Like, I grew up riding BMX bikes. I didn't know shit about really? motorcycles. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, a cool, like, and it was sweet because I feel like he kind of showed me, like, the legit way to do it rather than just, like, figuring it out rather than the way i do stuff in this shop i like figuring stuff out but sometimes it just doesn't it doesn't work and then i'm like sitting there scratching my head i'm like especially when you pop open your motor when it when it was running ahead of time yeah (laughs) then then you're thinking like well why did i do that like now it doesn't run and now i'm in like i opened up a whole 1250 kit or something is it just i kept it i did a stock 1200 Mm -hmm. i did like an android i think an n4 cam and, uh, you put new cylinders back on? or I put brand new cylinders, brand new pistons. Um, the heads were okay. We kind of just went through the heads. And uh, everything else was pretty pretty solid. It's been a good bike. Yeah. I haven't had any crazy. I think Sportsters are they're pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I haven't good. had any crazy, crazy breakdowns. Or so crazy you rode BMX lead. before that? Were you like just like dirt jumps and shit, street stuff? What, what were you riding up there? I couldn't mix. I, I rode a lot of skate parks. Like I grew up. Really? I had a little mini ramp in my backyard, and I rode that a shit ton. I feel like I learned an insane amount of stuff on that thing. Yeah. And then, like, there was a local skate park, South Park. There's a, like... South Park was the name of the skate park? Yeah. Perfect. Fucking, like, legendary BMX track. Like, really? From back in the day. My dad raced there when he was a little kid. And uh, grew up racing there, and then just started getting into, like... So, like, racing BMX? Yeah. And then got into, like, freestyle when I was, like, probably 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. But I didn't ride for a long time, like in between like racing and then like freestyle stuff. Yeah. I kind of took a break, played baseball and tried to play sports. You did the all the all American stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it did didn't too. work super good. <laughs> <laughs> Once no. I got to high school and they were like, 
tell me like I had to show up to practice at a certain time and, and then run, not run BMX, like run ride BMX bikes. You tried to like, do that with me in skateboarding. You're like, you're gonna get hurt skateboarding. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. probably right. Dude, I showed up to be our baseball practice. My face busted. Like I fell one time. Good. It broke. I, I don't know. If, I feel like I broke my cheekbone. Like my whole side of my face was all fucked up. And I was like, I don't know if I can come to practice. And he's like, you better fucking be here. <laughs> so I showed up. My whole face is all like. I look bad, dude. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you weren't kidding." And then that's when I was like, "I don't, I don't want to play baseball." You take a anymore. digger to the face, huh? Oh yeah, just out of concrete at that South Park skate park. Oh fuck, dude! It I had sucked. a friend in high school, and he we had a good stair section at the high school, and it was like, I don't know, twelve stair with a rail, dude. He fucking hit the rail, something hung up, and he just went from the top of the stairs to his face at the bottom. Dude. It's the most brutal video I've ever seen. There's video ever. of it? Oh, God. I don't see it. Dude, I don't know where it is now. <laughs> it was like back with a fucking VHS recorder, you know? Hitting your face is the worst. <laughs> Dude. Bad. Dude. It's Like, so I bonked bad. my head a, a good amount of times, but whenever you hit your face, it's like... Oh. It's brutal. I mean, look at my face. Yeah, dude. I've hit my face before. <laughs> it's not. That's the that's the worst. Yeah, I slammed. I think the biggest face slam was when I broke my teeth in my face off the top of a full-size vert ramp. Oh, my Just God. straight to the bottom. Fucking tooth was stuck in the ramp. Yeah, that's my worst fear, busting my teeth. Dude, dropping like, it. It took me forever to drop in again after that. From, and like, a legit, like, big old vert ramp. Yeah, full. It, luckily, it was wood. Oh, and my right God. And right before Tinker. I... Dropped in, my friends, like, one of them threw me a helmet. He was like, put this on. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking so glad I did. Dude. I mean, it didn't protect my face, but. There's a there's a big old vert ramp like that at South Park. Yeah. No one rides it. A couple people, like a handful of people will ride it. A wooden it. one? It's a big old, like, like metal, like, prefab one. Oh, yeah. And, like, there a was full a. full-size prefab? Yes. Vert ramp? It's Yeah, it's black I don't and think wood. I've ever seen one of those. It's crazy. There's, like, a. <clears throat> There was a couple guys going up on Mondays. They would have like vert Mondays or something. The old dudes. Yeah, and a couple BMX guys would. Uh, my buddy Zoolander, he would go out there and shred. Zoolander. Zoolander, like dude, he would air like six foot out. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck, doing all sorts of crazy shit. I can I can ride it, but I'm not doing loud shit like that. Yeah, I try and stay on the ground these days. Just connected, you know. I feel bad about not riding my BMX bike. You feel bad about it? Yeah, like. But yeah, but once you get introduced to dirt bikes, it's next level. I mean, <laughs> well, dude, everyone stopped. When did you get your first dirt bike? I had a I had a dirt bike when I was little, little. Like for like my tenth birthday, I think my uncle got me a dirt bike, so like RM fifty or something. Yeah, perfect. Little tiny thing. I was too big for it then, and broke it. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't get another dirt bike. I had a little TTR one twenty five maybe that we kind of just used to put around on. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was until a couple years ago. Yeah. I bought a YZ250F. Oh, yeah. Because everyone started buying dirt bikes again. I'm like, I'm going to get one. Yeah. And then I rode that for a summertime. What, you, what kind of stuff do you guys ride up through? Trails or track? We were riding a ton of trails. Yeah. We were just riding like single track stuff. There's some good, some decent stuff up, up I bet there. there's got to be. And then Brad and Dave Huffnagel, yeah. they started building like a track. We were up there like every day after work. Like this one summer, 2020 maybe. Like a moto track or like straight a straight moto track. <coughs> really? Yeah. So like they're in excavation. So like they have all they the machines. They got machines. And yeah. yeah. So we would go up there and like we would start building stuff that like we weren't sure if we could 
jump. We <laughs> went, like, like, we didn't know. And, like, we would hit it. But we would build it. It'd be, like, a single to, like, a super long, like, table landing. Yeah, to where you could kind of figure out. Yeah, but we weren't, like, we were just getting back. At, like, I didn't know what the heck we were doing. Yeah, well, and then it's like a full it track now. It's like almost a mile long. No shit. He just built, Brad just built like a 104 foot big old step up up there. Like it's from when it started to what it is now is like, it's crazy. That's fucking awesome. So that's like, I don't know. Everyone started riding dirt bikes and like, it was just like, that's what we do now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. Man, that's what I love to do, man. That's what yeah. we're going to do this week. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So what, and what's your KTM? I bought a 2020, it was like right during COVID. <clears throat> I got rid of that 250F, and then I used that money to put down on this tw- this 350XC. Okay. Yeah, XC. Oh, there's so many different ones now, I, I can't keep track of them. Yeah, mine's an XCFW. Yeah. But I bought that, and I was like, I can't wait for a bike to start up every time. Not have to work, change your oil. Not was the YZ was that shit. a kick bike? What year was yeah, that? It was a 2009. Okay, so that was still a good bike. So it was a good bike. It just never wanted to run. Like, it never wanted to start. Did the valves? Shim the valves. I really? put a piston in it. Like it just didn't seem like it had compression. So I did a piston in it, put it back together, and then it's still like, just. Was that a two-stroke? Four-stroke. Four-stroke. Yeah, I just never wanted to. So. Dude, a fucking badass Yamaha 250 two-stroke just popped up. One of the old yellow ones with yeah. the black. Oh, it's Those so things are nice. sick. So nice. I would like to get like a fucking sick two-stroke desert racing bike, like a vintage one. It'd be so nice. Because I, I love my XT500. How many? There's a handful of those out there at the Biltwell 100, wasn't there? Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, that bike is fucking good. I feel like it'd be fun to race like a, an actual dirt bike. At one of those races. Maybe I'll do a hound and hare race and race my KTM. That would be kind of, probably a good idea. I mean, it would be so much easier than a fucking sports It'd probably be a blast. Oh, I know. There's sometimes, like, at the mint, I'm out there, and I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, so was that the first time you raced the mint when I was there yeah. last year? Did you do it again when they did it? What, they did it this past fall, right? They did it in, so we were there in December, yeah. And then they, I guess the regular. Oh, they March. did it. They got back on February last year is what happened. Yeah, March. Or March. Yeah. So I did race it again, and it was a little different. <laughs> that, dude, December was. Months was, later, dude. I didn't know what to expect then either. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like. That track in December, with that second half through all the fucking rocks. Yes. Oh, my. It was brutal. Word, dude. If there was more, if there was like less whooped out sections for miles. That single track section, I think, was fun. It was awesome. It was like the scenery back there and so everything sick, was sick. Dude. But like there was that section that like those two tight rocks that came down. Yeah. And that was the culprit of everyone losing pegs. Or breaking that primaries. Ent- yes. Everybody dude. Yeah. I don't think anyone came I love, back. With I got a full back set to the pit pegs. and Carlos is like, what the fuck happened? Like how did, <laughs> you know, what the fuck are you running into the rocks for? And then when he finally wrote it, he was like, I get it. I get it. Dude, yeah. I was cracking up whenever I watched that video. I did Grand Teton put that out. Who, yeah, yeah, Grand Teton. I watched that and you were like, you know what? No, you're doing the second half. Like you yeah. got back on the bike and kept going. Yeah. I was cracking up at that. Yeah, because I was like, there's no way I'm going to let him. 
Keep you know, whatever easy. he did at the beginning, it seemed easy when he got off the bike. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do that section. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not fucking trying to do that second <laughs> half again, you know, and let Carlos just like ride all the easy shit, which meant he got to start the race and he got to go through the checkered flag, which is, you know, that's fucking cool. Yeah. And he built a bike. So, you know, that worked out just fine. But, but that second section, dude. Fucking brutal. But it's tough. Once you got out of the rocks and you're like in that fucking... The washout ditch that comes back down to the camp. Dude, that, that was section like was softball sick. and like football sized rock. You well, were it was just like, through. Yeah, it was sand, dirt, silt with giant rocks yeah. just there. Dude. Yeah. Dude, I remember coming, it was right after that single track part. And it was like kind of like a downhill little, like a downhill section. <clears throat> and dude, it like, I was whooped. The second lap, I was like, like my yeah. arms, you my didn't bike control was gone. Like with anybody like I did. Dude, and like I was so tired. I was like, some dude came passing a dirt bike. It was like an old, vin- like older head on a vintage bike. Okay. And he guys, he was like, you guys are the real motherfuckers out here. <laughs> the real dumbasses <laughs> out here. <laughs> and that's what went through my mind. And it was like, gave me a little, I was like, all right, dude, keep going. Keep, keep going, going. Keep going. And dude, like, you'll be out there and like, I'll be talking to myself. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. There's nothing. To, it's like, so brutal. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny because some of those guys, the other, like the dirt bike riders, some of them just think it's so dumb that we're out there on Harleys. And then some oh, yeah. of them are like, dude, you guys it's are fucking It's the old animals. dudes that are fucking hyped on it. Yeah. And they think it's, like, cool as shit. I mean, that's how, like, back in the day, that's what they did. Yeah, They didn't well, have legit-ass dirt bikes. No, no, they were riding fucking Triumphs. And there were some times when them modern bikes came buzzing past me. I got I was scared. Dude. Just like getting blasted by all the fucking rocks. This, this when you pass him out there on the straights and you think that you're fucking rolling a good fucking yeah. clip, and then all of a sudden, some dude just walks past you like you're standing Flying. still, dude. Dude, I feel like I got hit with fucking birdshot. Yeah, this YZ came yeah. buzzing past me. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. Like, it was like I thought I was cooking. This dude comes flying past me. You're not roosts me, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm hurt right now, dude. What about, I remember one point when I got passed by, like, the leader. All I could hear at first was the helicopter coming. Yes. I'm like, oh, fuck. The helicopter's not just, fil- he's not coming to film me, you know? <laughs> You're going down a straight like hey, And then hey. all of a sudden, here comes that bike just fucking Flying. dust me, dude. That shit hurts. Damn. There's a couple adventure bike guys that Brad mentioned. He was like, because you have to go slow in the gravel, like, in the first little the section. One section where yeah. it's like. The trucks, or everybody comes down to that one lane. And, yeah. Yeah. I guess some adventure bike passed Brad doing like 100 miles an hour right on that In the stretch. slow section? Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the deal. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Dude. dude. Nobody was really slowing Did down Did you look much. at the like penalty points or whatever? No. I had a, I, I don't know how, I had a good bit, I think. Really? For what? I think, I don't, I didn't know how fast I was going on those roads and I thought we were going 25, but we were going probably more than 25. Yeah, absolutely. I'm there sure was a guy we on a vintage going. bike that were like, how, how fast? I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're looking at me. Because you're on a sports dude. Doesn't have a speedo, you know? It's oh, a street shit. bike. Yeah, dude. No, they don't know. He was kind of me. He, I don't know. I just kept going, though. Well, that's cool that you, I mean, because after that year we did it in December, to come back in March, you know, fucking, uh, Carlos wanted to go back, and I'm like, I have no desire to go back to Vegas. Like, Yeah. That's a lot. Dude, we spent too much time in Vegas. Like, <laughs> yeah. at more than, like, a long weekend there is like, oh, I got to get out of here. I know, and if you show up in time to sign up yeah. and then do all the pit shit, 
then go to fucking the race. Out there and if week. you're staying in Vegas like we were at the Nugget, yeah, it was fucking on yeah. every night. It was. Fuck. It was. You guys, how's the Nugget? I've never stayed down on Fremont before. I mean, it's a you know, it's the Nugget. It's the Nugget. You know, it's a fucking Vegas hotel, dude. Casino downstairs. Uh, the rooms are nice. Cause that was your birthday weekend, right? Yeah. How was that? That was I mean, a river. It was a river, dude. <laughs> it was. Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, we're gonna have to go back and do it. You know what I would like to do, honestly, is go do like Vegas to Barstow, or Barstow cool. to Vegas. I, they did a what? Was that what they just put out recently? Who? I don't know. Someone I saw some race, but I don't think they had bikes in it. I don't know. I saw. You know, Vegas or the Mint 400 has collaborated with another race, uh, the Vegas something. You know, like it's different time of year, same sand shit. Yeah. But the Barstow to Vegas is another one of those races that's been around forever. Yeah. And I think it they just do vintage. It's just vintage bikes. Oh really? Yeah. I like to do some more like something like that. I want to take a long trip on my bike too. Well, dude, I you got a good. Have you guys done any of the BDR up there? No. Because they got that section now by in, in Pennsylvania. Where it's like, a, they're calling it the BDX, where BDRX, and there's like an, a center point. Like most of the BDRs, you take off and you're on the road camping and going to different places every night. That one has like a, a bunch of loops built to that one section. Oh, really? So you, it's like one camping spot and you go do this loop, come back, go do this loop, come back, go do that loop, come back. That'd be pretty cool. It'd be fun to get a crew together and do, do some shit like that. Yeah. I'm not going to go do it by myself. Dude, I did the 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 Colorado one, and it was so fucking sick on the way to Sturgis. Really? It's so sick riding your dirt bike and then camping at night. What? Uh, my buddy Sean just did maybe the Continental Divide or some shit. Yeah. Some long ass trail. Yeah. The dude from Sugar Shack. The Continental Divide. He did that last this summer. The dude last, from last... Sugar Shack. Yeah. That's hilarious. I talked to him last week. Yeah. We're gonna do an MC Shop T for that cat. Sean's. I love that dude. Good. I rode with him a, like a good bit in Phoenix. Okay. And like he showed me some cool trails out there, and dude, it was so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, I hit up my buddy Brad. I was like, Hey, dude, I need a, a shop to feature out of Arizona, you know? And he fucking sent me Sean's contact, and I looked up Sugar Shack, and I saw. Harley's vintage dirt bikes and skateboards, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's in. Dude, he's a good skateboarder. Is he? Like, fucking really good skateboarder. Like, I think, he, I don't know the company. He skated for a company, like, a lo- like a while ago. Nice. But, dude, a ripper. That's awesome. I went and skated with him. Well, I was riding, but uh, at some skate park in Tempe or something. Have shit. you done the ditches? No. And was that, well, that's in New Mexico. There was a. Uh, like, Indian school ditch? No. Have you heard about these? Huh. Dude, so like they have these giant ditches for like the snow runoff, and you can literally use public transportation, skate down the ditches. Really? Banked on both sides. And they do races out there, like slalom races and no shit. No way. That's what I used to do, is slalom skate. Like, there's my slalom deck there. Oh, there's a couple of my longboards. There's a couple of my skateboards. But uh, that's my big ditcher. Look at that's that one. Big ditcher, that thing there. Yeah. I that thing's so. wicked, dude. I have like a like a, a setup, not quite that wide, but it's probably pretty close. Just for cruising around a, a pool, yeah, and bulls. I didn't really. I'm not really good at skateboarding, but <clears throat> it's kind of it's fun to just. I can't put my BMX bike on my bike and get to the skate park. You know what I mean? Well, come on. But what do you mean you can't? I have. I mean, Cliff I does used, it just fine, dude. I used to have a sissy bar on 
my old Sportster that had hooks on the back, and I would just hook it on there. Yeah. But I don't, I like, I just, I don't have that bike anymore. And you know, I, I, my buddy Nick Ferringer, his, uh, his, him and his dad, Carl, uh, own and run Cycloelectric. Okay. Generator company. He did a trip through Colorado and New Mexico on his uh, KTM 990 or whatever it is with his mountain bike on it. No way. Yeah. So he'd ride his, ride his KTM, do a different set of mountain biking trails, camp, and then ride his mountain bike and then strap it on and go to the next set of trails. There's some people who make some crazy racks for those. But my buddy Mason. Okay. I did a, a cross-country trip with him in, like, I don't know what year it was. Probably four or five years ago maybe now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had this rack that, like, you took the front wheel off, and it was, like, one of the, like, fork-mounted racks. And it went right on the back of, like, his, like, strut bars. It was actually pretty sweet. On the rear end? Yeah. And it, like, just hooked on there, and then he used his, the handlebars and his forks as, like, he strapped all his other stuff to it, like his sleeping bag, on everything bike. else. Yeah. Have you seen a Barry Noble setup? You know Barry? I don't know Barry personally, but I know I know. You were Barry. just in this hood, dude. You should have yeah. gone to his place and ride. He has a compound, I'm pretty sure. Pretty yeah, sick he's compound. Yeah, right there in uh, Alabama. Yeah. But I have, he's been around a lot of like mountain bike stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, he's just like a real athlete. Yeah. Like, and he, he's making money. And he, those companies selling mountain bikes are making money. So he's like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Do whatever. I feel oh, like you guys want to race Harleys bike, at the mint? Yeah, I can do that too. You yeah. Know? Like, he's a fucking crazy. savage, man. I never really met, I've never, I don't think I've ever met Barry. Super cool cat. Really? Yeah. I was out in, in San Diego, like, years ago and my buddy was training at the olympic training center for bmx racing and i think fuck? that was the same time that he was there and everything and really? i think that's how it know well, olympic Barry training center for bmx yeah so bmx sick. racing dude <laughs> that uh, that that place is crazy yeah i remember like rolling up to that place and just being like it's huge yeah well, I mean, there's so, like three bmx facility. track at it like oh just the bmx part of it yeah there's like I don't know. There's a fucking Beijing track, and uh, there's like another like. What they have like track. a replica track of what's yeah. in Beijing to yeah. practice on. Of and course then there's do. like the like regular practice track, but it's a huge facility. And wow. then they have all the other all the other stuff there too. I wonder what the skateboarding facility looks like. I don't know. That's in the Olympics and shit now too. Yeah. I think BMX freestyle BMX is in the Olympics and shit now. It's gay. I mean, I, I'm not okay with it. I mean, <laughs> it's, gay. it's like. I mean, the competition skating is just, you know, it's like, it like, to me, that's like having an art sh- competition, you know, yeah. like, hey, everybody, let's bring your art together. and We're going to judge it yeah. and decide who has the best art. That would be kind of weird, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, it's cool that people have been able to make a living at skateboarding, I guess, to some degree. Uh, I mean, no, it, it is. It definitely is cool. Just What is, like, for, like... Is it a pool? Is it like street stuff? What is I do, it? I don't know. I didn't. I wonder. I don't know. I just know that I remember seeing skateboarding was in the Olympics. Yeah. I think they'd have a free, like a freestyle BMX shit in the Olympics now, too. Probably. Which is pretty fucking wild. Who's judging that? It's kind of like a surf competition. Know. There's like judges. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, man. But I mean, I guess that's how they do the X Games. I mean, have you ever been to the X Games? I've never went. A buddy of mine that I travel with a lot, Mason. Mm-hmm. I think that dude should be riding X Games, man. Yeah. He does shows for like Nitro Circus and stuff. And uh, he just does some super original, like crazy, I gotta crazy stuff. I got to take my kids stuff. to Nitro Circus. Yeah. I haven't seen that since like the early 2000s. Like when they first 
did like the first tour, I think, is when I went. I feel like that stuff is just like that blew up so much and is now like a huge, huge thing. Well, there when there's so much money behind it, you know, like yeah. where when it first started, you, there was no place to really practice it without like. You, I mean, there wasn't giant fucking blow up landings right. and foam pits. Dude, those landings now that they make are crazy. Yeah. Brad bought one. Really? It's not like one of the big, big ones, but like you could put up like a five foot, six foot lip yeah. and hit it. We just were riding it the other day. That's and awesome. it's like a just an airbag lander. You, just you guys ride blow. your fucking Harley on it? Fuck no. No. I hit it on my dirt bike right once. It. Yeah, I hit it on my dirt bike on my YZ. What were you using it for? Like a just BMX, BMX bikes? bikes? Okay. Yeah, BMX bikes and like like a dirt jumper setup. Yeah. But we've been giving away we're giving away this like this S and M like complete bike. And we wanted to film like a little like promo video for it almost. Yeah. So we put the ramp out and blew up the landing. It just takes one of those little fans. Yeah. And it blows up in like, I don't know, a minute, not even. Perfect. And you stash it in your and your rig, yeah. bring it with you. you bring it's it heavy, you? no. The thing, it takes <laughs> up a lot of room. I mean, it's got to be like some heavy material. Yeah. The ones that they use for that, that Mason and them use is like, the thing's huge. Like, they have like a probably eight-foot kicker. Like, their, their setup's wild, dude. Their trailer like folds up into this, or folds out into this huge roll-in. And then they have a lip in there. And this landing they have is, oh, dude, it's big. I hit the jump like a couple of times when they were in, they had a show in San Diego somewhere, and I was scared. Yeah. That, that <laughs> jump Even is landing big, on like, the soft landing. Dude, huh? that, the, the, like, the rolling they have is steep, and it's probably, I don't know, 25 foot tall. Dude, you just come down this rolling and just like this lip. But like in the back Lush. of your mind, you're like, all right, you're landing on an airbag lander. Yeah. Like, it can't be that bad. But you got to get to the jump first. You got to get to the jump. <laughs> I, we, uh, there was a skate park growing up called Eisenberg. You know, Eisenberg, whatever that, he was like a rollerblader or something. But he put in a skate park north of town that had a foam pit. And somehow my buddies, like, got permission to shut the fucking place down and we took no the way. dirt bikes in there. No way. Yeah, which was cool, right? Was it a big foam pit? Yeah. Yeah, like, they did back, like, they actually, we went home after that and they did backflips on the jumps that we no had. No way. This was like, dude, as soon as Metzger did a backflip, yeah. my buddies were like, oh, you can do that. And then they did Let's a backflip that week. What? They're like the youngest kids to do backflips on dirt bikes at that Holy point. Holy shit. But, uh, <clears throat> what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so jumping into the foam pit with a dirt bike. Yeah, it's cool, right? How do you get it out? That's the thing. That's why I got invited. Hey, bring Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got invited. <laughs> not because bring of my, Dan now. Well, not because of my great moto skills, you know? <laughs> Dan will dig it out. Yeah, after I dug it out once, I was like, there's no need for me to be jumping into this thing. You guys learn what you need to learn. I'll help pull the bikes out, you know. You need like a fucking forklift or like a little crane or something Dude. to pull them things out. Yeah. I mean, most, I think some of those places, that's exactly what they have. They got to. I mean. I couldn't imagine jumping a dirt bike. I'd be kind of scared to jump a dirt bike into a foam pit. I've gotten hurt in foam pits, dude. Like, when I was trying to learn backflips, I would, it would like, I wouldn't commit, and the bike would just uh, land yeah. on top of me. On I could imagine a, a, a dirt bike. bike? Yeah, yeah, I could imagine a dirt bike landing on top of you. No, fucking hot suck. bike, dude. Yeah, that's what I remember the most. Shit, don't catch on like fire in there. Foam? Yeah, I don't know. No, leak a little gas. I, I mean, we were those those guys were on like fucking small Hondas or something like probably one hundreds or yeah. I don't even remember what the fuck we were riding. 
But a dirt bike. A dirt bike in a foam pit. That's the situation. You got to get that motherfucker out of there. So you can do a dirt bike. You can do a, a backflip on your BMX bike. Yeah, I can do. I haven't. I haven't done one in a while, but um, I think I don't know if I'd really forget how to do it. Yeah. I think if you just lean back and commit, I, it'll come around. Yeah, I think but, the commitment is the the hardest part, yeah. right? Because that's it. I mean, yeah. the fucking the geometry or the uh, the physics are there. Or yeah, you just fucking pull back. It's all you do is lean back and look, and it, the thing will come around. I mean, that's what I've been trying to tell my kid on the trampoline. He can do a front flip and the back flip. He's just not committing. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you just got to throw yourself backwards. I should be able to do it on like flat, like not on flat ground, but like off like a little ledge or something. And like now I couldn't, I couldn't do it now. Like just on my feet. I couldn't do oh, it now. I yeah. think I'm just, I'm scared. Well, he's, he's almost got a front flip down on the ground. Oh, really? Without the trampoline. I'm like, you can do a backflip on the fucking trampoline, dude. Yeah. Trust me. It works the same way, but it's just the commitment, you know? Like, I think it's just in your head. Like, that's it. That's, that's all it. it is. That's all it is, dude. Everything's in your head. I, you know, one of my greatest uh, coaches, or one of the greatest things I learned from doing the All-American shit, playing football, is that a coach, and he would always just tell us mind over matter, you know, like, if you believe you can do it, like, and he would preach that shit, like, yeah. you know, make us do the hardest shit well beyond the point where we thought we were going to die, and we're still working out, and he'd just be mind over matter, like, you just, <laughs> you just got to think, you just do it, you know, like, you got to... Believe that you can do it, and it'll happen. Yeah. And I've used that on everything since then. That is handy. Just like even committing to a, <clears throat> a skateboard trick before you do it. Just not even question, like, yeah, of course I can do that. And then you just do it until you do it. You know? Yeah. Like you, you do it until you do it. Yeah, you just keep doing it. You just, but you believe from the get-go that you can do it, and it'll happen. Like, it just, the commitment and... There's been times where I'm trying to learn shit on my BMX bike, and I'm like, all right, dude. Like, I could see myself landing it, and then I wouldn't do it, and I would, you just get so frustrated. And just do it over and over and over again, and then finally you So, like, it, do people fucking break their bikes like skateboarders do? Like, when they get pissed no. off and just, like, jump Definitely on Definitely throw your... I've thrown my bike sometimes, yeah, but... I guess bike, BMX bike's a little harder <laughs> to break. Yeah, they're pretty... They're Have pretty you seen sturdy. the fucking stuff that Tatro does? No. You haven't seen Tatro? I think it's Tatro. I don't think so. Tatro bikes, he, uh, he's always like, you know, rolling his front wheel off of something and catching it in his forks and riding oh, off dude, or like yeah. doing a rail slide without a front wheel if, with the wheel set up at the bottom, you yeah. know, and then landing. Who is that? He, I think he rides for GT. He rides with Mason. Mason rides for GT too. Really? Fuck, what's that guy's name? It's, dude, it's one of my... <clears throat> favorite accounts to follow, but now it's always just like he does some off the wall shit. It's so crazy. Yeah, just sliding down like like the he just did one where he's just like standing on his bike sideways, pretty much sliding yeah. down the concrete sliding ledge. Sliding down the thing, yeah. Oh, that's gonna bug me. What what it, that dude's name is? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how innovative the tricks have gotten. You know, like I don't I don't understand the front wheel thing. How does it land right back in the dropouts? Well, how many times does he try? I don't know. I mean, but you know, the, it only—it's got one spot to go. <laughs> yeah, but you I try enough like times. Damn, what's that? And he believes name? he can do it, and he does it. You know. It starts with a T. Yeah, it's like. I mean, I don't know what his real name is. His fucking, his IG handle though is like. Tatro tries or Tatro. There's know. no service in here. 
which is great. I don't know. That's mm. gonna stump me. I'll find it. I'll figure it out later. All right. So you did the Biltwell <laughs> 100 when Cliff fucking just garage sailed and then fucking Unk blew up his bike <laughs> into the bottom of my bike. And then that was was that the beginning of last? No, that was twenty, right? That was twenty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then. At the end of 20, we did the Mint 400. Yeah. And then you did it again in February, did it again in March. March, yeah. <clears throat> Are you going to do it again this March? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not really, I'm looking forward to going back to and seeing everybody in Vegas, mm-hmm. partying on Thursday night. I can't wait to see Rich and all those guys. Um, but the race itself isn't. <laughs> like, the whoops get me, dude. Like, that's what, like. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Like coming from Pennsylvania. Up. You don't have anything really to practice like that. I mean, no. I'll ride my bike every now and again. Like we'll just ride Brad's track. Like that. Yeah, but you don't have sand, shit. Like, no. And I'm using weight. Like I'm. I feel like I'm just sitting back on that bike every time I'm riding through that sand. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say. Sit back and rip it. But yeah, I'm gonna. Ride it like a jet ski. I plan to do it again this year. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I. I don't know. Why not? Yeah. I'm out here. That's what. Did you sign up for the Biltwell 100? Not yet. I don't think you sign up until January at some point. Okay. January, something. But those are like the two that I got planned to do right now. And then I'd like to go race a hound and hare race. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can get out to one of those, that'd be kind of cool. The one in Texas is fucking good. When do those even start? Do you know? No. Couldn't tell you. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to hop on one. Dude. It'll probably be, I don't know. I'll talk to Mikey or something. Mikey's always going out. You know what you should do? You should do this with me because it's in your neck of the woods kind of. Uh, When is it? September? September 14th, 15th, 16th, somewhere in there is the Vintage 1000. Where's that at? It's in Eastern. I think it starts in Knoxville. Vintage 1000? Yeah. Wait, isn't that what that Jake just did? We did it a few years ago. Yeah, he did it a few years ago on the Ironhead. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. That'd race. be pretty wicked. What do you got that's vintage? Dude, I I, I bought this. All right, I got this dude that works at this gas station. My buddy Jim. <laughs> okay. Right in Finleyville. Okay. He used to be the track medic. The dude's wild. But he works at this he gas, works at station gas station now. Okay. Yeah. Finleyville Snowco. Snowco? He calls me up. Sunoco, yeah. Snowco, okay. He calls me up. He goes, Tyler. This guy has his Harley Davidson in the back of his van right now. He wants 100 bucks for it. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll be down. Like, give me a half hour. I'll be down there. And he sent me a picture of this, like, like, little dirt bike thing. And I was like, I know what that is. Like, I'll buy it. It, It's in pretty rough shape. It's like 75, I don't know, SX 125 or some shit. (coughs) Yeah, I was looking at one this weekend. Yeah. But the dude had in the back of his little minivan. Yeah. And I bought it for 100 bucks. you got that. You can make that work. It needs a lot of love. (laughs) Like, a lot. Like, it looks like it was sitting in his wet basement for, like, the past 10 years. Yeah, that's tough. But it looks like all the, everything's there, but it just needs a good gone through and see if it even runs again. I'm sure it will. I mean, it could. Yeah. Depending on how much money you want to spend on it. Yeah. We'll see, but that'd be kind of cool. A little 125 to race around on. Yeah. I think I'm going to do it on the... It'd be a fucking long-ass race on a 125. Yeah. What's cool about it... Yeah, I mean, I think 125 is a little small for this. Yeah, what are you riding? The XT. Oh shit! Yeah, when I get, I'm trying to get Carlos to do it on the, the. Uh, on his Ironhead. On the Ironhead. 
Jeff, my buddy Jeff has his, his 79 iron head. I think it's pre, what is it, pre-80. Pre-80. It's got to be dual shocks. Yeah. Mainly the suspension is the biggest thing, is they want. I bet we could talk Jeff into doing it. Because it'd be fun to do. What it is, it's not even really a race. It's just a thousand mile ride. Yeah. They got coordinated camping spots. I mean, it's like how long a, is that? A few time? hundred bucks, and they have food and booze. Oh, really? Every night in a camping spot. So everybody oh, kind of takes off separately, and, and then meets, meets up back in up, up in the evening at the you're camping like, spot. You're, you're taking along. You're like, oh shit, dude. Where's Dan? Where's Tyler at? Like, he's not back at the camp. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the Mezcal Moto Rally. That was my favorite thing about that race. Was like, every morning everybody goes their own separate ways. But you all kind of do the same shit, but differently. Yeah. And then you meet up that evening, and then you get to talk about the crazy shit that happened to you in New Mexico that day. So how long does it take? To finish 1,000? It's like yeah. three days. Three days? Damn. And so... And it's not like extremely difficult shit. They, they more or less curate the coolest roads to ride. Right. You know, which is, which is wicked, fun. you know? Yeah, it's not a race. I mean, it's just like... Fucking go enjoy some riding. I feel like I remember Jake talking about it in that the, mm-hmm. that one part. Yeah, he said, so the guy that puts it on, his name's Adam. He's got a shop called Speed Deluxe. I think it's out of uh, Atlanta or Georgia somewhere maybe. Fuck, I don't know. But he said the easy way to do it is on an XT500 or like an XL5600 Honda. I need a big bike. Or doing it. On the hard, you know, the hard way to do it is on like a Triumph or a fucking, you know, Sportster. Yeah. Which, you know, I'd be down for either way, but I have an XT500, and I would like to do a trip on that. You know, like some kind of fun overnight. Yeah. Camping. And you just bring what you what you need to camp and everything. Yeah, I think that's you got to bring your tools and you got to bring your camping gear. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. That sounds fun as shit. And that area is fucking beautiful around the like, it's like Eastern Tennessee. Uh, North Carolina, North Georgia, you know, just right at the bottom base of the Appalachian Mountains. Over there, really. I've never, like, even on the road, I never rode, like, the Dragon or any of that stuff. My dad's no. gone and rode it a couple, yeah, ridden I mean, it a couple times. That's just a bunch of turns. Yeah. Which was cool until I did Mexico. Yeah. The, dude, they got, like, all their roads are like that. I gotta make it down to Mexico, dude. Have you done the El Diablo or anything? No, I'm planning on doing it this year. I brought... I brought a couple bikes. I don't know what. I'll, I'll probably end up riding my Dyna just to, so I don't fucking worry about anything. Yeah. But um, I, have, I need to get my passport still. Dude, you got you ride your chopper. I didn't you bring it. Can't fucking go to. You didn't, didn't bring, bring your bring chopper. It. Dude, it was giving me shit before it left, and like every time I'd it would start like every now and again it would start knocking a little bit, and I'm like, I brought it out with me last time when I went out to the <clears throat> the mint and the Bitwell, and I stayed that whole month. Mm-hmm. And I was riding around, like, Southern California, went to ride to the Prowl, and it started just taking a shit on me. Oh, in Bisbee. Yeah. I made it to, like, I don't know, Borrego, and it just, like, kept shutting. It was like my, I was getting running out of fuel or something. I pulled my carb off, nothing, like, it was a little gunky, but nothing crazy. Put it back together. I got another, like, 20 miles. It would start doing it again. And then I had that carb off, like, three times. I'm like, nothing in here is, like, if this isn't it. Yeah. So I ended up riding towards back, like towards San Diego, and I got to Julian, I think, and I, it was done. Like it wasn't going any farther. Really? It ended up just being my ignition module. It took a shit. 
That's easy. So I it's ended hard to up, fix on the side of the road, though. Yeah. So I ended up, I had my dad ship me a fucking, I think it was just like a stock fucking Sportster ignition, ignition module. I put it in there, and it's been fine since. But, like, that thing's going to need some love soon. That's had a hard, like, four or five years. I think it's going to need a freshened up real yeah. soon. Well, you got time. Yeah. But I, I left it. I, I thought about putting my trailer I rode it the other day, and then <clears throat> I was looking at it. I fucking flat tire. I'm like, it was like that's the it. day before that's I was it. leaving. I was yeah. like, all right, you're staying here. Yeah, like, that's I it. Because I brought it out last time, and it sat in my trailer a bunch because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. And then I, it was the ignition module, and then I was like, that was stupid. Yeah. So I didn't bring it. It sat home. What? So you're going to leave a bike here to come back and ride to Mexico? Is that what you're thinking? I'm staying until Mexico. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. I'm just floating until... Until then. That's like the last thing on the list that I want to do before I go home. Wow. So you're going to go from over there. Yeah. I'll probably, so after this, I'll probably, we're going to spend Christmas in Colorado. I really wanted to go to Telluride, but I don't think that can make it through that little town. There's nowhere to really park there. And like whenever we were through there there last time, we parked at a little pass. You could just park wherever. Yeah. So we, we went last time, we were in Brad's camper, and we parked like in town in this like back parking lot. Mm-hmm. And it was super, super tight. And I was like, there's no way that thing would make no, it back into town. No, you just go to, go to one of the pull-offs on the pass. And just leave it there for a week? Camp there. And then ride into town. Yeah. I guess you could do that. Yeah. I mean, it might be a cold ride. Some of them will be a little colder than others. Yeah. Maybe that's a good that's Or a fucking go. Uber. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I just, didn't even think about pulling over off on a pass anywhere. You just camp there. That's a good idea. And you got Maybe a generator. We'll yeah, generator. Fucking gold. And the views better. You know, every morning when you wake up, you like be in the fucking mountains away yeah. from town. I was trying to figure out where to go because that town's cool as shit. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe we'll go to like I don't know somewhere like Copper, or like Breckenridge, where there's like a whole town, like that there's other stuff there. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, she's not going to snowboard much. And then Mason's girlfriend, they're coming out too. I don't know if she'll, they might snowboard one day. Yeah. And then they're just going to drink at the, at the lodge. Yeah, hot you know, at yeah, the lodge. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be out there going for a couple of days. Oh, well. We'll see. My buddies are in Durango. They'll fucking take you out. That's close to Telluride, or close-ish to Telluride. That's in the yeah. same part of the state. They're, what's that little ski mountain they got there where we did the hill climb? Uh, not Patagonia. Purgatory. Purgatory. Yeah, I, just sounds, north of Durango. Durango sounds cool. Durango's a great spot, dude. There's some cool cats there. Yeah. Cool bikes. Dude, Willie just rode his adventure bike down to uh, the Baja to watch the really? Baja races. Dude, he said he had so much fun just camping like 20 foot off the track, fucking cars oh blowing God, by all dude. night long. That'd be crazy. Yeah. The Baja sounds sick, too. Dude, the Nora sounds sick. I mean, the Baja does sound sick, but I think doing the Nora would be a lot more fun. What's the Nora? The Nora 1000. It's what the uh, guys did on the Biltwell bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's kind of like the Vintage 1000, where it's like, you know, there's a paddock every night. Yeah. You know, the Baja, you're going all through the night. There, you do like two or 300 miles a day, camp that night with everybody else, you know? That'd be fun, too. That's the way to do it. And there's no pressure, like, you're just there doing your own thing. Yeah, you're just having fun. Yeah. I mean, the pressure does add an element, you know, that is fun, that, like, 
makes the race makes it really awesome at the end. Yeah. But dude, just doing a thousand miles through Baja, like, you know, your crew's having fun too, right? Because on the Baja, like, the way I understand it, the crew is working just as hard as you are just to meet you down there. You almost need like two rigs. I was wondering how that worked. Like, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. The guy that fucking helped me out in Argentina, <clears throat> he did it by himself. Really? <clears throat> the whole fucking race. What the fuck? I know. He's training to do the Paris to Dakar solo. I guess there's like a class in that race where you carry all your shit with you. Holy Art, shit. tools, everything but food. You get to eat food at the paddocks. Right. I couldn't imagine do doing own. that shit by myself. Oh, he's an animal. Animal. I couldn't imagine doing any more miles than the hundreds of miles. Yeah, the 150 that you do at the No, mid. yeah. I, don't, I couldn't imagine doing more than that. And it's not as... I mean, I don't know that it's as technical as the mint. It's more wide open shit, but yeah. lots of whoops, wo- ruts. Or the whoops would get you, man. I feel like I'm silt. just... Dude. It beats you up. Well, the, I mean, the sportster is just not... Like, you can't go fast enough to, like... Let the suspension no. do the work without it just bucking you off. Your rear end starts going from side to side, and you're like, Jesus we're done. What kind this of front end it. do you have on that one? Is the um, stock front end still? I have a CRF 450 front so end. you got a 450 front end. Now. Yeah, I did that, and then I had just a suspension company at home, like a little local shop. Um, they did, they revalved it, and then they ordered me that, those Race Tech rear shocks too. Did they change the height of it? Um, on the front end or the, yeah, re- the um, I, so Rich said he did like dropped it two inches cause that front end was tall. Yeah. But I, like mine, I didn't change the height or anything. Really? I did 17 inch rear shocks and then that was, it was pretty level and I didn't fuck with anything else in the front end. Damn. So it's off the ground quite a bit. Yeah. I can't, dude, I can't touch the ground. See, I don't like that. Like my tippy That's toes. my biggest complaint with that. Or not complaint, but like the. If I were to do it again, I would get it lower to the ground. Yeah. You're tall, though, dude. I know, but it still doesn't need to be that I tall. I can't, like, when I ran that, I was running the Biltwell seat, like the slim little, like, cafe yeah, seat. The and smallest I could. seat you can find, yeah. But, like, then I started running Mikey's seat, and I, it was so much better. Like, you could chill, you could sit down so a little bit. So much better until nice. you come to a stop or and you're then riding you can't technical touch the ground, shit. dude. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, that's like the Pan America. It's like, dude, barely touch the ground, yeah. which is fine until you're, you know, technical shit, you know? Does yours have, like, the fucking adjustable ride no. thing? I mean, it kind of does now because I just broke the suspension. And yeah. It just sits lower than it's supposed to. So is that thing, like, all tore up now? Like, Dude, it's in the best shape it's been since really? I hit the truck right now. <laughs> Sitting in Santiago, ready to go. Oh, your my bike's buddy, still down there? Yeah, my buddy Randall no just way. sent me a text. Uh, my flight, I'm flying to Santiago on the 3rd. Of January. Okay. And then that's, I'm going to go all the way down to Ushuaia and then back up to Buenos Aires. Okay. You know, and it's cool. You know, <clears throat> this whole trip, dude, Randall's made the whole thing happen, right? Fucking been covering all the flights, making it so that I can go back and forth and, you know, stay true to the commitments I've made here. Yeah. And now Harley's wanting to jump on board. And at first I was like, cool, that's awesome, you know? But now I'm like, wait a second, you guys want to roll in at the finish line? Yeah. You know? Now I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know if I want, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you guys haven't been any help the whole time, and now you want to show up at the finish line. You know, the Grand Teton Harley-Davidson, they have been a ton of help. Yeah. Like, all the parts I've needed, all, like, the questions I've had, like, you know, I mean, and really, it's been batteries and tires. Really? Yeah. I mean, and the How handle- many batteries have you gone through? 
I just take a new one every trip. Really? Yeah. I guess it'll sit down there for a little, like... Well, I, I think the vibrations on those batteries is too much. Uh, Rob from Biltwell, Rob Rouser, uh, they, he found out that the, there's like an anti-gravity battery that he ended up putting on all those bikes from the Alaska trip, and that worked great. Really? Yeah. Huh. So there's a little... Is there a lithium battery in those, those paint ends, right? No. It's just a regular, yeah. regular battery. But now it's going to have a lithium anti-gravity. That's what I'm running in. I'm running my chopper and my that race bike. Yeah. We've gone through one of them so far. I don't know if they like the heat because it's in between the oil tank. Yeah. I don't think they I think they do they've like been. The heat. I think they've been heat, it heated up. Mm-hmm. Left me on the highway one time. I shouldn't have been riding the thing on the highway anyway. My right. race bike. Oh, the race bike? You're floating all around the, the knobby tires and the tall yeah. suspension floating around everywhere. I remember everywhere. fucking Cliff, when he told me he rode my bike to the, the race, he was like, that was the sketchiest part of everything, yeah. was riding that thing down the highway. I'm yes. like, I bet it was. You're dude. just like float, like, it's very, very uh Did unstable. you do a, <clears throat> uh, what do you call it, the... Uh, like stabilizer? Stabilizer. No. No, I one of my buddies... That's key on those heavy bikes. I think so, too. Like, I... The guy who did my triple trees, uh, Tim Gigastat, yeah. he was like, you want me to put the GPR mount on the triple tree? You know, that's what they did on the Biltwell bike. And I was like, I can't afford to buy something else yeah. for that. Like, don't even worry about it. I think they're it. expensive. Too. Like, they're... I, I think they're worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's a few hundred dollars. And do that thing. If you don't have that thing tightened up to where it's kind of a little bit difficult to turn, yeah. when you get to ripping and it starts it bouncing... Especially now that the suspension is weighted for that bike, where I can like, yeah. you know, it rebounds like it's supposed to. You know, you get to bounce it through that. You sand. get some crazy head shake. Yeah, yeah, it can get sketchy fast. And it's doable, but <clears throat> you know, you're just a little bit more tense because of it. And yeah, I should put one of. I actually, <laughs> I found one over here in a bag that I bought. It's like a, you know, it's not a GPR, but it's something. It's, it's like one of the ones that you. I think it goes from the triple tree to the frame or yeah. something. It's tough because every, you got to make everything work on things. You yeah, know what I mean? Like nothing, yeah. nothing bolts right on. And it's it's sick. But it's like, I don't know, like, I think Jeff actually put one on his, on the iron head that they, he just put, they just put together. Yeah. A dude at my shop, uh, like our head tech, built a bunch of shit on that thing and built my entire race bike pretty much. Like, really? Yeah. Sick. He's so meticulous and he's like, He's the best fucking dude. And, like, that's what keeps my bike running. Like, if I were to put that thing together, like, I'd be sitting out there, like, with my dick in my hand. Like, uh, it's, Well, I mean, I think that's one there. of the biggest things about, like, completing the race like the Mint on, yeah. a, on a Harley <clears throat> is, you know. Having a good bike. Is the bike being able to make it. And then also, like, not out overriding the bike. Yeah. Like, you can't exactly ride it like a dirt bike. Yeah. Even though you have it set up to be a dirt bike, like. It's not gonna bounce off shit like the 350, you know? Like yeah, it's uh, it's not the same. It's just that's it's just so much weight. So much weight. And it's I don't know. But it's it's fun. Fucking so much fun. But sometimes it's not. I mean, fun now that you're all. here with yours, like I think we're gonna get mine running so we can take it out with the dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? Fuck yeah. I got a sick jump that we need to hit. I've been eyeballing it for a minute. Dude. And it goes <laughs> over like this. It's like a big, I don't know, 10 foot. Deep by like twenty foot washout. Yeah, you know, you hit it on the dirt bikes, no problem. But I want to hit some more jumps on that thing. This is the one because I'll be able to like film you over the top of me. I can I can stand really? there like it's this deep. and you'll jump. Yeah, it's ten foot deep. I mean, it's dire consequences if 
Yeah, if you, you don't, don't send it. it, you gotta fucking. What's the lip it. like? Is the lip pretty? No, I mean it's like you know, it's not like a jump in the air. It's just enough to send you over. Yeah. At least on the dirt bike, it is. But is it like smooth? Like, is the lip? Is it like all rutted out, or no, is it like no, it's pretty? Smooth, like, it's oh, okay. Yeah, no, you just gotta preload it and fucking it. throttle the fuck out of it. I think those things are funny. It's like a tractor. Like, there's yeah. so much torque to those things. Like, we were riding one day, and I hopped on Brad's Ducati, and I was like, this thing's like. The ride position, everything's sick, but it's like, they need, I need more juice. Yeah, it's a dog. I get on my bike, and it's like... Well, it's like, you know, know riding a two-stroke compared to a four-stroke. You just have to ride them differently. You yeah. Know? Like, on a four-stroke, you can just bog down in the... Or, like, you know, you yeah. can slow down in the corners and then get it all back once you get out. Yeah. You know, on the other ones, you got to just keep that that speed. Where the Harley's the same way. You can fucking come to a dead stop and then just... Just go. Just take off. Dude. I want to gear a little bit different. I'm still running, like, a stock gear ratio on that thing and uh I that's something we could play with i got a handful of sprockets down here really i uh, kind of want to run like a bigger sprocket in the back maybe like i don't know it definitely it's helps. worked so it's worked thus far it just, it, it's it, you almost have to have different setups for different rides like the built well i bet you can the stock gearing's just fine yeah sometimes i'd have to like at home we were just riding some hill climb like some slag dumps and, like, there was a couple times where, like, I'd have to clutch, like, out of this hill a little bit. And, like, it, it was just so sloppy, like, getting up it. I needed just, like, a, like a grainy gear almost. Yeah. But it is funny because, like, they're heavy and they just, they just stick to the fucking Dude, ground. Dude, you got to be in it. Tennessee because the, the, the hill climb's going to be sick. I think they're, they're going to call it now the vertical drags. The vertical drags. Yeah. I like that. Drag. I mean, because it's not, like, a super difficult hill. Yeah. But, you know, when you're drag racing up it with somebody next to you, it's fucking sick. Yeah. I did the pro. They had a fucked up line on the side that they called the pro line. Dude. And there was a bump. I'd seen the couple people that tried to go up it. They hit this bump, and it just ruins the rest of the run because they, right. they lose everything. And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, instead of, like, going, okay, I'm going to do the pro line, I was, I was lined up to do the other one. And then, like, last second, I'm like, fuck it. I'm doing, you know, I'm going to go do I hit that bump, dude. Bounced straight up in the air, just came down dick <laughs> and face, face on the fender, dick on the tank, you know? What were you and on? Then on my sports Oh, uh, yeah. And then fall back on the seat and just gun it and, you know, still made it to the top. But it Dude, those first bumps, will, I've, I, they're always at those hill climb events, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, that's what they don't, they're not trying to make it easy to get yeah, up you the hills. Yeah, you're not you know? supposed to make it up the hill. Yeah. We want to see someone fucking. Dude, the hill dishing. climb at the purgatory is something you've got to fucking do, too. Okay. It's so fucking much fun. And now it's tough as fuck. Right. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, I know a couple sportsters have made it up in. That's the one in Tennessee? No, that's the one in Colorado. Oh, in Colorado, Durango, yeah, in Durango. The Four Corners Rally. And the purgatory, that ski play at Mountain, is so nice. Like, the first year they did it, I was the first person to roll up there on my bike. You know, they hadn't even set up nothing yet. And everybody there is like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't ride your <laughs> dirt bike, you know, your Harley up here. And I'm like, yeah, I can. There's, trust me, there's more people coming. And then finally, people started coming in, and they were like, oh, my God, you know? What the fuck have <laughs> what we is said this? yes to, you know? That's funny. That's man. a hard hill, though. <clears throat> that, it's different out there. Like, that terrain is crazy. Have you ever been to Laconia? No. Never so been that's next year's the hundredth anniversary of Laconia. I always miss all like the cool like events in the summertime. Like I'm always working, working yeah. yeah, and that's like the busy season there. Um, so I'd like to try to yeah, get yeah. And if more. you're gonna be out here till fucking April, you're gonna have to go back and work for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
We'll see. I don't know. I want to get to more of a, those events next year. Yeah. I feel like so much cool stuff been popping up. There's pe- people doing hill climbing. You definitely got to be at the Indian Larry block party. When's that? That's mandatory. I need like a calendar. I need to put all shit yeah, in a calendar. Yeah, you never had a calendar before? Not really. I just kind of. No, you got to get a calendar. Yeah. I mean, I have one, but I don't use it. That's what I fuck shit up. I see, I would have I one and I would, yeah. I would do the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, even what's even more hilarious is I pull my calendar out to like look at dates, and I haven't put any date. Like, you know, nothing gets added. I just get lost and confused. I gotta get better at it too. But Indian Larry Block Party's a must next year. It's like the twentieth one they've done. Okay. It's gonna be a fucking blowout. Where's that at? In the Bronx, I think. In the Bronx. Like, at Indian Larry Shop, okay. Bobby Seeger Shop, dude. It's going to be good. Okay. I mean, did you see the videos from this year? I don't think. Dude, they're like doing burnouts on the tops of the container. The bike shot off the, the top of the container. the dude that fell off the container? Yeah. I didn't know what that was, but I've seen that floating around everywhere, dude. Yeah. Uh, Look, dude on a sports third. Dude, we're going like to build a jump through. A, we're going to do some crazy shit. I want to do some more jumps. Yeah. I don't, I don't, that's now, me I and Carlos are always <laughs> joking that this bike should just turn into the Evil Knievel bike. Yeah. And we should set up fucked up jumps at all the events. <laughs> Like Some just, wild. Just put as many shit. choppers as we can and try and jump over them. Like, what about the fucking, what's the dude on the Graham Coles from SD? Oh, yeah. Cole just all SD. the hilarious cooler he jumps does some he builds. Crazy shit, dude. I know. But he's good as, dude, I just he's see. He's so him. good. He was out at uh, Wakati or something. Some, one of the deserts out there, yeah. one of the riding spots. And this, he just, it was some sort of truck with like a fucking flatbed or something on it. And he made a ramp go up that truck. Of course he did. But dude, he's hitting like seventy foot jumps. Just very sketchy jumps, and it's <laughs> I I don't know. It's just mind boggling me. I uh, know. I want to ride with that dude. That'd be fun. Yeah, you definitely should while you're out there. I'm pretty sure he's friends with Cliff. Yeah, I seen him at I went to something at San Diego Harley, and I met him down there. The center's only dudes were down there, and uh, does he have a Harley? Cole. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's a good question. I don't I know. I think we would have seen it on the gram. Yeah. He would have done something dumb on it. By I'm now. not sure. I don't think he does, but who knows? He might. What's the kid that Ethan's been running around with? Uh, you know, Ethan started Speedwell. They've been making, like, Indian parts. Yeah. And then, um, but the guy, the guy that he's been working with is the <laughs> dude that jumped his FXR in the fucking part, like, in the street, in the street corner and just, like, Landed flat bottom, twenty yeah. yards past the landing. I don't know. I'm not sure. <clears throat> Ethan's in town right now. In Texas? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying just, to get him to ride up. He, uh, right before I left, he actually sent me uh, one of those torque helmets. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking super nice helmet. I need a. I haven't really ridden. Ethan's much a with super it. nice guy, dude. I met him whenever I was out there last trip in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I've been talking to him over the over the Instagram, and I want to ride with that dude a little bit more. I'm I feel like he's on the same up. program, dude. I feel like he's doing a lot of cool shit. Yeah, he he gets out there. He's filming some commercial right now for Indian, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think that's sick. What he's doing with all the the speedwell parts and everything—that's I mean, cool. Because no one else something. is really putting anything. It's a reason. There's a reason. For. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're Indians, you know. Yeah. Like someone's doing it. Just though, not you know? fucking cool, dude. Yeah. I mean, Ethan is making them as cool as they have been in a long time. Yeah. You know, I mean, and Roland Sands has done a great job of that, too, you know? Like, uh, like we watched, you know, last night, what did we watch? Oh, the Travis Pastrana, Jim Connor video. Have you seen that? They just put it out where he's just uh-uh. like, you know. He does a 50-50 with his Subaru. Really? Yeah, like on a fucking, 
drawbridge. They set up something. He like jumps onto the fucking railing. That dude's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> I, I think he was just in Nashville or something. I see my buddy Pat. He was riding with Travis Pastrana on his little boonie bike. What the fuck? I was like, what? Or, that what dude's going on another level. Yes. He's unreal. Yeah, but you know, like when they did the the fucking Evil Knievel jumps in Vegas on the Indian. Yeah. And that was a pretty big, and that looked pretty cool for India. Yeah, it did. On the <laughs> I mean, it worked F- really well F- for F- Harley team. years ago. But that's like back to the capabilities of today. You know, Pastrana was able to build a jump exactly like that with yeah. a foam pit or whatever he needed to like, Get the confidence to know that he could do it. Dude, those old, this, those old videos of Evil Knievel just jumping and, like, just so, like, he takes off and it's just stiff as can be. Like, I think it's so cool. It's <laughs> he was just dude. fucking wild, dude. Like, I don't know. I want to do some more jumps and shit like that, dude. That'd be fucking Well, we'll, do, we'll hit the jump this week at Twin Hills. If I go out there. So that's, so you ride, how far is that away from me? It's here? like fucking 45 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick. We'll just yeah. put the bikes on the truck and trailer and go. I'm excited to get out and ride a little bit. And it's a bu- it's pretty technical shit. Like a bunch of rocks. I mean, it's more like my training ground. Yeah. And then Red River, it's got like the fucking dirt. I mean, flowy single track that's sick as fuck. Sand, you cross a river a bunch of times. No way. It's cool. It's where me and Carlos went and trained one point with the Harleys to like do some shakedowns. And I tried to jump. I thought the water was going to be shallow, dude. I ended up just burying my Sportster in the Red River, like up to oh the fucking God. air cleaner. It was awesome, though. Just fucking ripping nice. those things on the sand. It's, and that sand, is it's not like desert sand. You know, it's a little, it's wetter. So like it's a tacky, not, tacky A little bit sand. tackier, yeah. And there's a great section, uh, a sand whoop section out there. Like, it's the one spot where you could do some training for desert racing. Yeah. Around here, you know. That's I, I need to shape up on some of them fucking whoops, dude. Are you gonna you got you plan to go to like Glamis or any of the desert spots? Dude, I really wanna so the first desert I ever rode, we went on Thanksgiving. Um, a bunch of new buddies that I met at my friend Alex's wedding. They were like, We're going to the desert this weekend, you're more than welcome to come. Perfect. So I'm like, fuck it, dude, like I'll come out. And I brought that sports that I raced raced in the Bill Oil race the first year. I had like dual sport tires on it so it was kind of set up yeah that i could get around and then i brought my dirt bike so we were riding as soon as we got there it was already nighttime like, we're gonna go on a night ride you go you want to come i'm like well fuck i never rode this bike on anything like this before but it has a headlight i think it's the only option i have yeah i'll come of course so dude thankfully they were cool as fuck and like there was a couple other dudes on like a 450 had a headlight and shit on it like two dudes riding dirt bikes and then other guys were riding their like razors and shit we kind of just stuck together and i got stuck like three times yeah like i had (laughs) no sportster yeah like i had no business like i didn't know what what was gonna happen yeah but i made it up this hill it was like the backside of sand dam i'm pretty sure Okay. And good thing I did not go over like two sand dam because it's straight like soft sand. But I want to go back to it's a superstition mountain. I want to go back there and ride sand dam on my bike now. And if I just pinned it, I think it'll make it up. Yeah. I think dude, they get cool so shit. hot in the sand, dude. Dude. So hot. You know when my bike got hot when we were doing the fucking parade at the mint? Oh yeah. My bike was on fire, dude. It started making crazy noises and I'm like, I kinda wanna stop now. Like I don't wanna do this. Yeah, the thing. parade is not a good thing. No. Do. It was cool just to do it it's that great. one time. No, it's so great to do it. I mean, riding through down the strip with all the other race bikes. It was sick. The fact that they even let us ride with those million dollar trophy trucks, you yes. know. And 
it's it, cool. But. It got to the point where I was like, ah, dude, I might need to pull off for, for like, I might yeah. need to pull off. I remember I tried to pick up into a wheelie, some dude next to me. It was one of those tracker shop dudes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to pick up into a wheelie, and I think his tire just spun. I was like, oh. I picked up into a wheelie, and like, I gave it a little bit, because I was like, his tire spun, maybe I could hook it up. Dude, I don't know. It hooked up and came fucking right up, like, fast. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. And then my bike started running, like, all sorts of, like, real hot. I was yeah. like, I kind of want to stop. I can't believe thing. Rich is still fucking around with the tractor shop, dude. So would he have a seat from him or something or some, something? Whatever. The fact that he was dealing with him after the mint. After oh, he dude, showed like his true colors after. that first year, I'm like, dude, this yeah. fucking guy, man. He was giving me all sorts of tips and all sorts of stuff he leading up to the mint. He was being really nice. He was like, you're not going to make it on that stock gear ratio and like this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You, you know, he, was, <laughs> he seemed like he knew what he was talking about at first. And then the more he talked, I realized, I don't know about this guy. And then after the race, squid. him just fucking crying about it. I was yeah. like, oh, this fuck. I don't know what you expect. It's like a live track. Like, it's a live race. Oh, yeah. Race. Hey, we'll come and get you. Yeah. You know, we'll just stop what we're doing and help you out, dude, since you rode a bike that wasn't fucking ready. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Then he dude. blamed his carb. Oh, that's all he could do is blame things. Fuck, dude. Was- he was from there. Like, he should have... If there was anybody that could have been prepared, it's the guy that lives there. Yeah. You know? That can go right out there whenever he wants. Wasn't it. So my buddy Brad's in, uh, where is he at? In Cave Creek. You know where Cave Creek is? Just above Phoenix? Sick fucking spot, dude. The roads are sick. Yeah. Everything's sick up there. And he's got a lot of dirt bike trails. He's, this is desert season. He wants me to come ride the desert. So you could go out there and ride the desert with him. When are you going to go? I'm not going. I'm saying you're going that way. I am going to go that way. And I think he's the one that hooked me up with the Sugar Shack guys. <laughs> oh, really? Are What's, you going to go see them? Yeah. Yeah. It's just that. It's just Sean. He yeah. was working at a little shop for a while, like a long time when I met him. Dude, because I, I rode my chopper from Pittsburgh to San Diego one year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just blowing spokes out left and right. Like, I don't know if I had just a shitty batch of spokes or what. You know what it could be? Is it happened on my dirt bike is I got, I rode through the north. It was on, the dirt bike was on one of those truck kitsch fucking haulers. Yeah. We went through all this. We went from um, the one show over to Mama Tried it through like a fucking blizzard. Oh, really? I think all the salt got into my spokes and then all the just threads like, started breaking once it yeah. corroded them enough. That's possible too. But anyways, we I kept breaking spokes. I stopped in Alabama. I broke like five spokes and got a flat. And then I stopped in Alabama. This little shop. It's a, it's called Bates, Bates Harley Davidson. This like little tiny. Actually, it was a pretty big shop. But they had all sorts of old shit in there. Nice. And like those dudes were super cool. Jacked my shit up on a forklift and like the dude, the old man gave me a bucket like a Home Depot bucket of miscellaneous spokes perfect he goes see if you can find a couple i'm like all right and i found them we got it going and then i broke a bunch more on the way to phoenix and then i had sean re i I never met sean before rolled up to this it was called the wheel shop rolled up there and they fucking relaced my whole wheel with like nice like heavy duty spokes never had a problem since that's awesome. And then that's how I became buddies with Sean. Yeah, now he's on his own, Sugar Shack. Yeah, he's doing his own thing, like <clears throat> building choppers, building cool shit. Dude, so like, this guy named Bryce, he's a fucking a local dude around here that tattoos, skateboards. He's got like a wicked, you know, DIY spot in his backyard of his house. Yeah. 
but he always does these flyers for this skate party at Doug's house. Dude, if you ever get a chance to go to Doug King's fucking party, his place is like, it's the most epic shit ever. It's down in, uh, where is it at? Spicewood. So sick. Just fucking a concrete mini ramp. He's got like three concrete pools. He's got a concrete skate run or no snake way. run. Where yeah, I mean, he, wore, he that's what he does for a living is build parks all over the fucking world. Right. And like driving into his place, like this, like, you know, not as long as my driveway. It was a good driveway. Like sneaks through the fucking trees. No. And it's just like the graveyard of all old wood ramps that he's yeah. pulled out. There's just, you know, skate shit everywhere. I love that shit, dude. dude. It'd be, that's like dream stuff. But Bryce has been building or been drawing badass flyers for those parties for years. Yeah. And I've always wanted to do a t-shirt with him. And so I, I was looking through Sugar Shack. I see the dirt bikes, the skateboards, and the yeah. Harleys. I was like, okay. So I hit up Bryce. I was like, dude, we need to do like a like a chopper with a long front end doing a wheelie and somebody like grinding the fucking Down the springer. Fucking <laughs> yeah. So that's what he's doing. That's sick. It's going to be so good. I think that'd be cool as shit. I, I don't know. I'm glad that you know this cat. He's cool. He's yeah. good people. That's I like awesome. Sean a lot. <clears throat> um, he showed me some good trails in, in, I guess it's like Tempe. Like yeah, he's Tempe, in Tempe. area. Yeah, yeah. Just outside of Phoenix. And uh, yeah, I got to see him last around the same time as the Mint and everything last yeah. year. Rode some good shit up there. Does he, he's got a ex, what, he's got a couple of dirt bikes. He's in he's into old like vintage mm-hmm. vintage dirt bikes. But Yeah, because um, he's got a YZ four hundred that like an eighty two or something yeah. he's going to sell. Or I, think, I don't know what he raced the Bill O race this year, but I think he's gonna race that bike, that four hundred at really? the Bill O this year, yeah. Nice. He says a fucking beast. That's dude. what he told me. He's like yeah. Jake's is fucking out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking 400 two-stroke. Dude. It's a lot I've of never, bike, dude. I've never been able to ride a two-stroke very well. Really? Like, I think I'm just so used to, like, just the engine brake and, like, riding moto, like, just getting at the bottom of a lip. Like, mm-hmm. and I just know, like, what it's like. Two-stroke, I feel like I'm just very unpredictable. Yeah, I haven't spent enough time on one, though. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having one. Shit, I'd but uh, for the some for money. the built well race, I mean, it's a big fucking loop, right? Yeah. Like you're just I, wide open the whole time. Yeah, I'm just scared to go off jumps and shit with them. <laughs> uh, my luck, I'd fucking hit power band going up the lip and like just, and just fucking send it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's possible. Yeah. You just gotta get one. I think it'd be great to have one though. I mean, there's so many uh, like. Pretty much all the guys I ride with out at the single track trails, they're all riding two strokes now. Yeah. All the guys I ride with in the mountains in New Mexico, they've all got two strokes. Yeah. My cousin's real, that's all he's ever had. He's never had a four stroke. But he bought a new KTM, like 250 or some shit. I've ridden it a couple times, and it's fun as fuck. Yeah. But it's, I'm scared on it. It's a different beast. You're scared. Dude, I'm scared. (laughs) It's a different beast, dude. I'm not used to riding it. Oh, shit. Yeah, hopefully, so Red River is like one of those spots that you got to have a membership to ride during the week. You know, they open it up to everybody on the weekends, but on the weekends, it's filled with like fucking side-by-sides and four-wheelers. Yeah. I know a couple friends with memberships, and I'm trying to wait till next year to buy a membership because they won't prorate it. There's no like... Oh, really? It's like you buy a membership now and have to do it again in January. Yeah. So hopefully one of my friends will go out there with us tomorrow that's got a membership. Cause that'd be sick to go ride there Wednesday, whatever. That's like a big trail system. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge. I mean, they did like Jarvis does clinics out there once a year. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
Dude, they had a big Red Bull race out there years ago. One of the barns has got the you know the big fucking Red Bull painting on the side of it. Yeah, it's a good spot. I mean, they got everything. Red River. Red River. The, there's a dirt bike only section called Bill's Woods, and you gotta like go up and over this fucking crazy cattle cross. Not even. It's like a just like a metal ramp with two poles at the top that you can only fit a dirt bike really? through. Yeah. I haven't ridden good trails in a, in a long time. Well, we're going to. We might even go do it today. We'll look at the weather. I got some shit I need to do. Clean up shop a little bit. I haven't bit. ridden my dirt bike in two weeks, so my wife knows that it's it's fixing the it's fixing, fixing to check out for a couple of days. Dude, I'm going to start saying fixing now. <laughs> I'm going to go home and be saying fixing, and people oh, are like, what the yeah. fuck do you say? I mean, you know, no telling what you'll pick up while you're in California, dude. <laughs> you're going to be out there for months. I don't know how long I'll stay in California for. Yeah, I guess it just depends, but um, I'd but like you're going to get back from here to Colorado. Here to Colorado, and then from Colorado, I got to get that bike to Boise. Oh, you're going up to Boise. Yeah, I don't know. I might have that. I don't know if that dude's gonna meet me somewhere, or I'm gonna go all the way. I've never been to Boise before. Really? So I wouldn't mind going up there. I just don't know how the weather is gonna be and driving that thing. Dude, my buddy some... Matt's up there. Luke's up there now with shop merchandise, but Matt's got a shop called Wreck Metals. Okay. Dude, he's a sick cat. He skates. He's got two boys that skate. They got dirt bikes. His wife's like a fucking, I think she's a pro snowboarder. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Fucking, they got the boarding spot up there. Yeah. They're radish. His shop's sick. Matt does like fucking really nice. I mean, choppers and hot rods. Oh, really? Yeah. His place is sick. That's where we start the Lolo run. Okay. And it's, dude, the riding up there is great. I've heard of that before. I don't you ought to go by Snake River. I feel like I've heard you talk about Snake River. Yeah, before. we're evil Knievel jump. Yeah, you yeah. You can just go see where he somehow convinced people that he was going to jump over this fucking canyon, you know, with a rocket powered motorcycle. <laughs> I met somebody recently who was at that fucking jump. Really? Like some old dude. Maybe it was at the party this weekend at Boston Billy's. You know, there's some old timers there that, you know, they're fucking. They've been they've been riding bikes for a while. Yeah, you know, some old timers. But that's you'll be up there by it. Uh, but it's fucking snowboarding season up there right now. I like I don't want to stay in the cold much. <laughs> but I guess well, like that uh, sounds like that's where you're headed right now. Yeah, I don't. Well, for the I want to see snow in like in Christmas time. Like that's that'd yeah, be yeah. Cool. have a white Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Fucking snowboard a little bit uh-huh. and then. Part ways with it for a long time. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I've never met that lawn dude. Um, who? Before we meet him. His name's Lon. That's who bought that bike from um, Hot Rod. So he bought his Sportster? That green, like, flat track Sportster. Okay, the one that the uncle was racing. Yeah. Yeah, so I met them, I think, yesterday, or the day, yesterday? day before, maybe. Uncle Jason? Yeah. It's fucking solid gold. And then, uh, yeah, we didn't spend much time there though. It was raining, and we just did you meet him at his up. fucking vape shop or his? I his met him at weed some shop. shop. I don't know. It wasn't a it wasn't a weed shop though. No, no. He yeah, seems like he's got it going on though. Yeah, dude. I can't wait to go to the campground. That campground sounds sick. I need to work that into the Tennessee trip because that's kind of over there, or maybe the fucking Vintage One Thousand. That's next year, the Vintage One Thousand. Mm-hmm. What when? September. September. All right, I gotta do some thinking before that. I mean, it'd be sick to find you one of those vintage two strokes, dude. One of the Yamahas. That'd be 
Sick. I mean, that would be fun to do that race on. Or not race, the ride. You, you know? have to keep me in the loop with that. You just got to have a plated bike that's pre-80. Pre-80 plated bike. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to Jeff, too. See if he can ride his iron head. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. I need, I need to get Carlos on board. I haven't talked Where's to him. Where's he from? Days. Who? Carlos? Carlos, yeah. He's in Fort Worth. Oh, really? He works... Dude, he works for this crazy fucking electric car company who's like... Right now, they're building... A vehicle for the military, electric, yeah, electric like, you know, attack vehicle. Really, like pretty much. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like it's a trophy, an electric trophy truck outfitted that's going to be outfitted with guns. Holy shit! Yeah, like where he's just like, they're just trying to build the ultimate, and he gets to he's like the test driver too now. No way. Yeah, they have a track the out fuck? there. He's got jumps and shit. That have he you seen with. it? No. It's probably some top secret shit. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah it's military shit, you know. Dang. And for Fucking all I know, Carlos is just truck. lying to me, and he's building like <laughs> electric grocery carts or something, you know. He's, he's just like, lying. Yeah, dude. he's just he's making <laughs> shit up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they and they, I guess they just bought like some electric bicycle company. He said they're all fucking pieces of shit. I believe it. Um, but yeah, so he's right here. I just haven't seen him much. He's been working like a motherfucker. Yeah, and I've been a little bit. I've been working a little bit too. We got it sometimes. I've been fucking, I've been gone a little bit, dude. I'm looking forward to getting my adventure bike back here to do some BDRs though. So you're riding that thing all the way back? No, fuck no. All right, all right. No. Because I was gonna, that's pretty fucking. Just riding it to Buenos, riding it to the bottom of South America, then back up to Buenos Aires. Okay. Then how's it getting back from there? I think I'm gonna ship it from there. Okay. I'm hoping to get it at Mama Tribe, so it can be like. That's in what February? Yeah, straight off the trail. To Milwaukee. Dusty uh, as hell still. Yeah, they were like, Just, we want all the shit still on it. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not, yeah, of course. Well, I didn't plan on washing it yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. That looks like a cool time up there. I've never been to Mama, Mama Tribe. great. <clears throat> yeah. I was just up in Milwaukee, I think, in October. That's a, October, fun, <clears throat> a fun race, Flat Out Friday. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's just totally different, you know? Like Dr. Pepper syrup covered... Floor. I want to try to ride on one. Like, I just want to get on a flat track bike and see what happens. We rode some ice uh, last winter time at home. Yeah. My aunt like has this lake. She skis. She's like a water skier. Um, and she has her own lake. She has like she has her own lake in '84. It was an old like Bentleyville Reservoir. I'm pretty sure. And like I don't know, they bought this lake forever ago, but it. Freezes in the wintertime. Yeah. So we went out there and I was, we were riding dirt bikes and shit on it and it was fun. We studded, yeah. studded up and everything. And I really? Last, yeah. And I've never ridden on ice like that before. So it was like, I mean, we just put a little circle, we just shoveled in a little circle track mm-hmm. and it was, we had a blast. I but I want to get like on like a legit flat track set up and, and kind of see what happens. I, think I mean, the fun. thing is with a flat, like to build a flat track dirt bike, you pretty much just have to like make it not a good dirt bike anymore. Yeah. Like it's not something that can. I probably would just else. build another sport. I'd probably have another way too much money into another stupid sportster. But dude, you can build a flat track sportster <laughs> bike for fucking cheap. Yeah. I mean, really, because it doesn't. The suspension doesn't, it doesn't matter even be that, that much. crazy. Yeah. Like you don't. It's a flat track, you know. Like yeah. I guess do it doesn't need to be. <laughs> yeah. Like I overdid it the first time. Like you really just need to. A squatter. You just want it to be low. You want it to be able to lean over. Like the biggest thing is like, uh, there's a guy in 
well, fuck, what's the name of the shop? I think it's, it's in Ohio. But So the Sportster, where the way the clutch comes out the bottom of the primary, he just, like, makes it come out the top, right? Fucking that, cuts it and... Yeah, just cuts the cuts the cover, spins it, and yeah. runs it back on. That way you can lean over really far. You just got to get your pegs out of the cable, way. Yeah. I mean, and really, um, most of them, you're not even putting your left foot on the... Like, you don't need a peg for your left foot. Right. You got to shift with it, and then you're putting it on the ground. Yeah. I've seen a couple guys do that. JJ, he's up in Milwaukee. JJ Flaherty. Flaherty. And, yeah. And then... Dude, he just did a podcast with the Mama Tried guys, and it's a great fucking podcast. Really? I didn't know he was so into riding bicycles. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's was he's really good at riding BMX. Yeah. I rode with him at Four Seasons. There's a skate park in Milwaukee called Four Seasons. I rode with him there there one day, and he's he's good. He's a ripper. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, and I didn't know that he had just started racing motorcycles. I thought that motherfucker had been riding flat track forever up there. He's good on that, too, dude. Uh, he's real fucking good. There's, a lot, there's so many dudes he's that, He's just like, a talented motherfucker. I mean, yeah. whatever he does, he's fucking... He's good at Good machinist, good fucking BMX rider. Yeah. There's a lot of people that grew up riding BMX bikes. It's like, I feel like that was like the next, the yeah, next thing. put a motor hard. on them, two yeah. wheels, and it's even better. Yeah. I think it's great. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that dude, Pat, he's out in Ohio or Nashville. I think he lives in Nashville. I seen him do the same thing as primary, the fucking clutches. Oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. That's Shaped the, up like That's it. the biggest thing. I mean, and you don't have to do that. I didn't do it. And I'm always breaking those fucking uh, clutch cables, even on this one. Really? Yeah, on the dirt I bike got, one. I've seen people running like a little, for desert stuff, running like some little like skid plate thing. That what year is your desert it. bike? Um, so that, I don't Yeah, I know. That was an abrupt ending. We ran out of batteries. Uh, shit happens. We actually just went and we got my, uh, the Sportster running. We were going to take the Harleys and the dirt bikes out to Twin Hills, and we did. We took them both out there, and we rode a couple laps on the dirt bikes, and it was so fucking mushy. We decided that there was there was no need to pull the Harleys out. It was going to be fucking brutal if we did. So, Tyler, thanks for swooping by. I can't wait to see you out on the road, hopefully in Mexico. And, uh, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the next time our paths will cross in Mexico. But the dates for Texas Fandango are March 31st through April 2nd at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds, Fredericksburg, Texas, and uh, April, May. So Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival is fixing to release the pre-sale tickets. And I think the only way you can get those tickets is if you go sign up on their website to be on their email list. So you'll get first first go at the cheapest tickets you can buy for the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. That's another one you do not want to miss. I think after talking to Tyler, he, on his way back, he's going to be coming through right about the same time, so he'll be out there with his, all three of his Harleys and his dirt bike. We'll be riding trails. We'll be doing the hill climb. They're going to set up a special course specifically for big adventure bikes. You know, that's not quite as difficult as the dirt bike trails, but it'll give anybody a chance with a big bike, Pan America. I think there may be rumor that Harley's going to do, no, there is a rumor, I don't know if it's for sure, that Harley is going to do demo rides on the dirt with the Pan America, which would be pretty fucking sick. I don't know, 
I don't think they've ever done that anywhere before. So that is going to happen at Loretta Lynn's R.I.P. Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. What is it? What's the date on that one? I think it's the weekend right before Memorial Day. So that's yeah, the March, May nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty-first, and that is in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. So you got Mama Tried coming up February seventeenth and eighteenth, flat out Friday. February 16th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Texas Fandango, March 31st, April 1st and 2nd. And then um, Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. I actually got the Mezcal Moto Rally is in there, too. I got to go down and set up some, some challenges for this next year's Mezcal Moto Rally. Yeah. Fucking Mexico. Mexico's on the calendar for sure. Because, yeah, we got EVR, I think, is the 5th, 6th, and 7th. Cinco de Mayo in Mexico. Dude, 2023. There's a lot going on. We haven't even fully got through December. Man. It's going to be a busy year. It's going to be a busy year. Get those choppers ready. Go to lowbrowcustoms.com. Get what you need. Get that fucking chopper on the road, Jack. DangerDanceTalkShop.com. MCShopTees.com. We'll talk to you in a day or so, really. (laughs) 